We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. All right. What, what an awesome group we have here. And can we, let's talk about a couple of things. One, one, two, three people wearing best hour apparel. <laughs> and can we talk about the fact that Christina is prepared? Look at her. She's got her game face on. Can we chat about that for a moment? What it's all guys <laughs> and Christina. <laughs> this is it this is her this is her shot you got one shot one opportunity you know you never know who's listening or watching to the best hour podcast and christina's like i gotta take it you you know to quote myself you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take right chris right jersey tony that's it 100 percent. all right so well a i know like we were just saying it's labor day so it's it's a holiday i don't know if it's a holiday we celebrate do you guys celebrate labor day What's what? Which one's Labor Day? What are we celebrating? Isn't it literally a day so people have the day off? Isn't that what it means by labor? <laughs> All right. Pretty much. Well, what a, what a, what a great uh, introduction to this group because most of you, well, one, two, I don't know about Tony UP actually. I got to find out if he has a real job, but I know at least Jason no. and Jersey Tony have a real job. So, what what a great segue into the fact that. We all get to do what we enjoy doing. It doesn't really feel like work. Ryan, go ahead. Hold up. Hold up. Are you considering coaching is not a real job then? Is that is that your definition now? <laughs> well, more so like Teddy. Was it Teddy Roosevelt or was it uh, Michael Scott? That said, I was too. He said something. What was the quote? Um, find a job you love and you never work a day in your life. So today we are not taking it off then. Today, we are not taking off. Let's do the following. Let's give a little introduction. These are some of the standouts from our best hour coaches development group. Now, obviously, there's lots of standouts. We, we can only, you know, pull a few. You know, I know there's a lot of people that are going to be upset. But look, most of you have been around. You know, you've been, you've been rolling with me since day one, as I like to say, except for Christina, right? Christina rolled in late. But I wanted a female perspective, and she's got some awesome stuff that's happened through the group. Let's do the following. In my order, give me a quick introduction for the listeners, who you are, maybe uh, where you coach. Some of you own an affiliate, and um, maybe briefly what got you into CrossFit, what you love about coaching, and then ultimately, most importantly, what got you involved in the coaches development group. So I've got Ryan up in my corner. Ryan, kick it off for us. All right. I'm uh, Ryan. I'm a CrossFit Level 3 trainer. I own Classified Fitness in uh, Yuba City, California. So that affiliate ownership keeps me busy. Um, I've always wanted to be a better coach. So, you know, I started back in 2012, opened my affiliate in 2017. I uh, have been constantly looking to thrive since. I found there was a massive disconnect between the Level 2 and the Level 3 tests. So, I uh, happened upon the best hour of their day, coaches development group. And here I am. Now I got my level three. So it's a great place to be. And I'll you have know, my level four quest quit faster than Jay will have gotten his. We'll see about that. So, and, and also for those listening, can I throw this out there, Ryan, that 
if sure. you're interested in a full-time gig, hit up Ryan. We'll, I'll post all of your, or I should say, Katie will post all of your social media or whatever for all you guys. So, you know, if you are interested and you're willing to move to somewhat of, you know, backwoods, California, classified fit, Yuba City CrossFit. Yeah, it's not really backwards like Missouri. It's more orchards backwards. Yeah, not like not like Michigan. All right, let's go to uh, Christian. Uh, my name's Christian. I'm a new level three coach. Just got it. Yeah, you uh, are a coach, by the way, Ryan. You said trainer. No, it is trainer. Level three oh, trainer, shit. right? Edit that out, Katie. <laughs> level four is a coach, Jay. I mean, I, I thought you I would thought level three level was a coach. Trainer. Trainer. Yeah, all right. Certified trainer. Been- it's been a while since Jace. I'm the That's dotted right. line. Certified trainer. Certified trainer. You know. Certified trainer. Testing. Certified trainer. This is, you know, this is really what I do in the group. And you guys, like, I just wanted yeah. to give insight. And this guy wants to know points there. of performance. Yeah. He doesn't I throw, even know. <laughs> I throw those things out there so you guys can, you know, <laughs> feel like you knew it. Like, yeah, of course I knew that. But I feel like Jay does when Jay's like, hey, what are the points of performance of the air squad? He's asking us because he's teaching it next weekend. Not because he's actually asking if we know it. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Right, so, Christian, go ahead. Yeah, recent level three. Yep. Um, I own Modern Human CrossFit in Daytona Beach. Um, and what started me CrossFit coaching is, like, I just loved CrossFit. Um, I liked uh, I liked the group, and I like to work out. And I, I like to work out, and I think it's fun. Um, but to get me into coaching is I liked CrossFit, and I was teaching but I realized there was a disconnect um, both within me and being able to make a meaningful impact in other people's lives. And so then I realized like I should marry these two things together. And so now instead of teaching high school, I teach people fitness. Love it. Yeah. You mentioned you, you were a high school teacher. Let's go to Jersey, Tony. Well, I am uh, for everyone. My name is Tony. Uh, I guess I do live in New Jersey, so uh, that is why the Jersey Tony moniker has uh, stuck. For some odd reason, I coach at uh, Apache CrossFit in Tom's River, New Jersey, and I've been there for almost about a year, actually, uh, coming up on a year. I am a lowly compared to all of these uh, ivory tower people here, but I am only a lowly level one, and I uh, have been coaching now, like I said, about a year Got into CrossFit about four to five years ago. Um, I wanted to do something different uh, from a working out standpoint. And CrossFit was something that offered creativity and uh, a challenge. And got into coaching, uh, just like many others uh, on this call, just wanting to help others out and grow my knowledge set. And that's really where, uh, I guess, Instagram is to uh, thank for this lovely marriage, Jay, of... uh, I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw the uh, best hour of the day and being new into coaching, I was trying to uh, soak up as much knowledge as possible. And, that, and that's where the uh, coaches development class came in and uh, wanting to be the best at something um, and better myself. Uh, that's how I stumbled upon you. And I talk to you now more than, and some of these people more than uh, my family members. So. <laughs> well, yeah, Tony, Jersey, Tony's, Got three kids. I heart yeah. radio, um, mm-hmm. you know, top salesman, four years running. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. So are we the first group to give you the Jersey nickname? It's usually toilet paper or 
it's always been uh it's always been that growing up and uh i am now almost 40 and now i've i've, I've uh because all of my friends are from jersey so just so you guys know we don't say that jersey blank to everybody yeah right. therefore you guys are all from the united states so it's just uh, i guess i'm the only person from jersey that you guys know so it's just uh it's kind of like the sopranos when you're out and people aren't from jersey they're like hey is it like the sopranos and i'm like <laughs> you're in the mom i live in jersey <laughs> yeah well and you know a lot of people probably are familiar with tony's name crossfit games athlete so you know <laughs> but in in reality the reason jersey tony became jersey tony is because of this next tony tony up when we first kicked off the calls there were two tonys my, you know, feeble brain couldn't handle it. And I had to come up with a way of, you know, deciphering who was who. Not that they look anything alike, not that they live anywhere near each other. We've got Jersey Tony and Tony UP, of course, referencing the Upper Peninsula. Which I, I thought people knew more about that. I have to explain that a lot to people. No, most oh. people don't give a shit about Michigan, turns out. True. He knows nothing about U.S. geography. So there's that. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I know is Christian lives in God's land. <laughs> so tony but, tony o, tony up yeah your turn so yeah tony up um i i also a level three trainer fairly recently uh got into crossfit 2013 ish first gym i ever dropped into was fern's gym so I, fern's probably responsible for me to start in crossfit uh started coaching mainly because my owner at my uh, crossfit gym needed a hand and she offered me uh, some hours. So I took it up, fell in love with it. And then, uh, I do, I did have a full-time job at one point. So I was doing CrossFit part-time and then I just quit engineering because I enjoyed CrossFit much more seeing people progress, actually seeing, uh, the results of my work as opposed to some project in some random place and went full-time like in 2018 and just kind of dropped everything else and just went all in. And then the podcast is what brought me into the, the best hour development group. I don't know how it popped up, but I just started consuming hours and hours of you and Fern talking. And when the thing came out and you said, we're looking to start this, I was like, I'm in, sign me up. The rest Love is history. It. The rest is history. All right, we've got two more. Let's go over to the, uh, what's the expression? Uh, Rose amongst the thorns? <laughs> Christina? Is that me? That <laughs> is you, Christina. <laughs> um, my name is Christina Anderson. I am also a level three trainer coach, whatever you want to call that. Um, yeah, no, let's call it what it is. It's a training. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> um, I am the director of gym operations at CrossFit Marshfield in Marshfield. Oh, that was fancy, wasn't it, guys? <laughs> and, and trust us, you know, part of what's awesome about the group is. There's a lot of ideas bouncing around. There's a lot of venting. There's a lot of chatting. And I hope like, you know, the support you get from the group is what allowed you to get that awesome position. Yes. Yes, indeed. I'm sure we will talk more about that in a couple minutes. But um, I also write the affiliate class plans for grit athlete programming. And uh, I got into CrossFit. Um, I don't know. My story is a little different than other people. I always struggled with my weight and my health. And so, uh, when I found CrossFit, I basically discovered that it was more than just what your body looks like, uh, in with like finding health. And, um, so for me, it's just, 
I want to share that with others that, you know, believing in yourself that comes from uh, finding CrossFit and just kind of thinking of these things differently, you know, and what your body is capable of rather than what it looks like. So, um, and that's, that's why I coach. I just want to share that with other people as well. Awesome. Awesome. And last but not least, Jason, also in Massachusetts. Uh, my name's uh, Jason Morang. Uh, I coach at CrossFit Lowell and uh, out of my garage. I got a little LLC there. Uh, let's see. I'm also recently a CrossFit Level 3 certified trainer. One, uh, we got see, four, we got five I... on this call. All right, I get it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> they're all awesome. You know, uh, Tony, like we've said, personality goes a long way. You can you go ahead, Jason. <laughs> um, I'm actually coming at you from my uh, my day job. Uh, I, I work as an air traffic controller. Um, actually, just split my shift up today so I could uh, be here for this. Well, thank um, you. So uh, it's uh, I got into CrossFit. Uh, I want to say maybe 2012, 2013 ish, somewhere in there, and uh, just kind of stumbled on into coaching, mostly just to learn. That, how to do it better, how to get better at it and never realize how, um, how impactful actually coaching people would be and how much, you know, it meant to be able to help somebody through something and be able to, uh, you know, do something that they never thought they could accomplish. Um, it was one thing for me to get a PR, but, uh, to see, you know, my athletes be able to, uh, do something they never thought they could do was, it was really powerful. And, uh, so for that, I, spend just about every time moment I'm not at work consuming anything and everything CrossFit um, started listening to the podcast. And when I found out there's a coaches development group um, at the time, I wasn't, didn't have any mentorship. And so it was the ability to regularly talk with other coaches and get feedback. And it was just so helpful and helped me work through uh, a lot of stuff as a coach and continue to grow. And uh, yeah, been here, uh, percent i think a little over a year now maybe uh we're approaching a year i want to say probably around october well and, let, and let's let's dive into that that's kind of where i wanted to start you know we all were going through some crazy times i think at the time when we launched this everyone's gym was closed if i remember correctly no we were opening back up i live in florida <laughs> florida never closed right um uh, they closed for a couple months there's no COVID in florida so, okay, well, let me pull the Michigan open in now. June. There, there yeah. we go. So anyway, we, we launched this thing coming out of the pandemic. Some people were still in it. And my question to you guys, and, you know, feel free, you know, we all know the space bar trick on Zoom now to unmute yourselves. But I, what I thought was so cool right from the get-go is that people, like all of you, were interested in developing as coaches. And, you know, like we've said, a couple of you have been here since day one and it's impressive to me that whether you are simply a level one trainer or a level three trainer that you still want to get better. So someone kick it off and tell me what, what separates those of you from you know, the, the other hundreds of thousands of trainers, right? Cause, cause many people go take their level one and whether they decide to coach or, or not, there's not really a push for development and something about each and every one of you got on that first or scrolled on Instagram, whatever that was and said, I want to be better at this craft. And like I said, 
Tony, Jersey Tony, full-time job, right? Jason, full-time job. So, it, you know, three kids. Like, there's there's other things you could, you, you know, training for the games. I see coaching baseball, right? All those things. So there's, there, it's impressive to me. I think I've made that clear to you guys. But somebody kick off. What separates you guys? What 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 triggers your brain to say I want to be the best I can be at this thing? I'll I'll call on you guys so you don't interrupt one one another. Jersey Tony, kick it off. You're level one. You know I I think you are perhaps on this call the most unique simply for that reason. Everybody else was at least a level two when they started. So so what is it, Jersey Tony? What is it about you and and the other people on the call? To me, it's I just know how and I'm sure the others can agree, just how complicated CrossFit is. And the little things that go into feet placement, body position, what needs to rise at a certain time, what you need to be looking for. Uh, I just, listen, as a coach, you can just go there, look at a, a lesson plan, or if you're following, uh, you know, paid for programming that offers a lot of different variation nowadays. You see, I'm lucky because, I've recently come into this and I'll, there's a lot of different things that have happened over the years with being able to help you teach and help you coach from a programming standpoint, but that's just not who I am. Um, I always want to grow, get better, understand, because when you're calling out a movement, um, uh, a snatch or a deadlift, and you need to know that your hips and shoulders need to rise at the same time uh, in order to achieve proper full body position or range of mo uh, movement. I mean, these are the things that I would not know. Um, even going into some of, again, uh, our, our gym is lucky enough to have specific programming and they provide a lot of different things to look for and feedback, but just going above and beyond and trying to uh, understand as much as I can. I love it. I love it. You know, and I think, like I said, very few level one trainers leave and, and want to develop. I think, you know, you know, you guys, we were on a call when my wife went into labor and, you know, ever since then it's been a shit show here for the last seven months. Right. So, you know, we, we have a really good time on our calls. I'd like to say it's truly something I look forward to. It's very unique that none of us have met in person, right? Have we met, have any of us met in person? I met Jason. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's really awesome, right? Even cooler, like they, and so many relationships being forged. But it's like, in a weird way, and I know you know we've joked about this, but it's like, I like you guys because I think you you're attracted to hard workers. If you're a hard worker yourself, and I think you know, it doesn't matter to me whether you're level one, level two, or level three. It, it's all meaningless unless you're at level four, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, the point is, like, you see that in other people and you're the five people you surround yourself with. And I think from the beginning, like I launched this thing as kind of like I miss coaching, I miss developing people. And then it was like I had no even thought that this would be going on in a year from now. Right. That we'd be doing this stuff. So it's really cool. That's my way of saying it's impressive, Jersey Tony, that three kids, a real job. You know, I know, you know, we've seen the videos where he's up at 5 a.m. coaching in his booty shorts. So he's a, he's a, he's a, you know, it's impressive. And seven all of inch. Seven, seven inch. inch. Yeah. Those, you, you get those yeah, seven inch down inch to five. Fit, those seven inch fit different when you're over six foot tall versus five, seven. <laughs> yeah, I guess do. I'll apologize for my quads. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> let's let's go over to Christian. Christian, you you know you've got quite a story too. Moving, you know, married to to uh, Kayla. You, you guys now own Modern Human CrossFit outside of Daytona, but you had a real job as a teacher in Ohio. Um, we all saw the douchey Christian video. Um, did we all see it or did I send it to you? <laughs> oh, you guys didn't see that? No, no, oh, I'll share Katie's, it. We're gonna have to share that with Katie for this episode because <laughs> it, it shows hey, you, you don't judge a book by its cover and you can fix people's personality, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you none of us, I promise all of you on this call, would not be friends with Christian if you saw that video. So, when you see that video, it, it'll be interesting. But, Christian, yeah. Talk to the listeners, because I think, you know, so many people out there like you are like, man, I've got I mean, being a teacher is a great job, right? It's it. And it's one of those jobs like not I don't really know a lot about like sales or what Jersey Tony does. But I mean, you're impacting kids and the next generation. And I'm sure Jersey get Jersey Tony gets some fulfillment out of his job. But being a teacher is much like coaching, like you get that fulfillment. So what was it like for you not only to make that leap like, hey, I went to school for this thing, but also. I got to convince my wife to let me now leave this job that's providing our, our, our income and benefits and all that. What was that like for you and the family? Yeah, for sure. So, well, Kale and I, um, like ever in life, our goal is to pursue what we want to pursue. Um, we don't want to settle and we're afraid of mediocrity. Um, and so when, when I brought up to her that, Hey, I want to, I want to coach full time, Um, we, uh, she was on, she was on board with it. And so I did leave teaching, um, hoping that that was going to get, uh, happen a little faster than it did. Um, but I left teaching and then full time. And so then I started doing substitute teaching and then I had like, um, one or two part-time jobs doing some, some odd things while I coached on the side. Um, having had the only experience that I had really had coaching was coaching people out of my garage. And so then from there, I, I joined, an, uh, joined an affiliate that my friend had opened, coached there, um, and was surrounded by other coaches who wanted to learn, who wanted to get better. And so then we moved down to Florida, um, which was one of our dreams. And so the hope was like, hey, let's move down to Florida and I can hopefully get more hours coaching. Um, and then I, at, when I moved down, I realized I didn't have the, that support system that I had up there of other people who wanted to get better. And so that's kind of where... Um, the coach's development fit in. And I realized that this um, had filled that void even more than that, than it did have previously. So, so then from there, I got a position coaching at, at, uh, at an affiliate and then I ended up buying the affiliate. And so we're, um, we're full time, but we're still uh, chasing the dream of making that um, financially lucrative. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. What, over the last couple of months, how many new members have you gotten? think half a dozen half a dozen that's great right two or three a month consistent let's 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 uh change directions a little bit tony up what was your first impression on the first call kind of a shit show (laughs) (laughs) tell Uh, me why tell me why there's there's a i mean a lot of people uh and you know how, how these things are i mean how many people do we have at start like what 30 40 people maybe yeah, it's a solid. I think I wound up wanting to do 10 and then it became 20 and then finally capped it at 30. And then anytime you get that many people together, 
regardless of who they are or what profession they have. It's just, you don't know who's the funny guy. We found out that's Jersey Tony. Uh, everyone was trying to talk. <laughs> I, thought it was and, me. I thought you were going to say me. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but it's just one of those things where there's just a lot going on and nobody really knew what to expect. I know I didn't know what to expect. Um, and then I think we start off with the, the, what is your, why, you know, why do you do what you do? And then from there, that was, I think doing the homework and then seeing everyone's responses about why they coach was also like, Oh yeah, I also do that. And, you know, it just made you think like, we do have a lot in common, uh, between all of us and all those that have come and gone. But yeah, that first one was kind of just a whirlwind of what is this going to look like and who are these people and how do I fit in and all that kind of stuff. I know that's my first impression. No, and you know, I can totally see that. And, you know, full disclosure, it's one of those things from my perspective where you're going with a little bit of a plan, but it's also Zoom, right? And you have to, like at a, at a seminar and any good coach, enter, entertain, educate, and inspire. And I think if you go back and watch some of those old ones, which has since become the course that we've put out there, they start off a little drier until not only my personality is able to come out, but also all of yours. Like this, the calls are only fun because it's like a group of friends just helping each other get better. If it was simply, here's a squat and blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't think anyone would be around a year later. I think part of it, I mean, of course, you can go into the whole, you know, Federico love story and other things that happen over the first... <laughs> 12, about 12, that. <laughs> 12 weeks, right? Like we got to know each other and, um, and, and, you know, it's like coming back every week to, to a bunch of your friends that happen to all be getting each other better. So let's go over to Jason. You are one of the, I think Ryan, you already no, you got your level three during the last year, right, Ryan? Yeah. Mine was in March. Right. So, but Jason, you are one of one, two, three, four, five of the five of the, I wasn't even uh, trying to go there, Jersey Tony. I mean, no. it's, it's established, guys, that I am the only, I, and I said it when I was doing my intro, Jay. Yeah, obviously, did. you don't pay attention to shit. I don't. I muted you. So, <laughs> well, you he pointed were, and then he disregarded, and he's like, okay, everybody knows. I wish on Zoom there was a way to put him on a different screen, even. Like, no, I don't even <laughs> want to look at him, right? Um, <laughs> but, Jason, you are one of the, everyone on this call. My point is, past the level three during the year of calls. So what what significance that that did that have? I, I have no doubt all of you could have passed without me, but you know, was it impactful? Did it help? Did it hurt? What 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 did you gain from the calls that allowed you to then go in and pass your level three? Uh right away. Um when we started off, I, I wanted to say it was probably the first couple of meetings. Um I think you, you asked like, okay, uh, someone just named a push press progression. Go ahead. And I was just like, all I have to, like, oh yeah, boom, hit it. Totally botched it completely wrong. And it, it was either that call or the next one where you're like, listen, you guys don't know the nine foundational movements, the points of performance. Like that's, uh, that's step one. And I, I realized I really didn't know my stuff as well as I thought I did. And I made it just like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm totally going to buckle down and memorize them. And that was a game changer. And then from that, um, I just really started diving into the material and being able to bounce ideas off of each other of what do you think about this and that, and um, whether it be just um, 
know, one thing, uh, there might be a concept or something you might even be insecure talking about, you know, hey, I, I'm not sure, is this a more of a hip or a knee driven movement or what have you? And just to be able to have a group of people there to, you know, not be judgmental, just want you to learn and to learn themselves um, was huge. So that, that was the first thing, like right at the beginning, it kind of set the stage for um, getting to level three. And then uh, from there, it's just that constant, like, you know, look at the material, learn something, talk about in the group, experiment with it uh, at the box. And uh, it, it was super helpful. I, I really, uh, I don't think I could have done it without the, uh, without the group. Well, let, let's take a little bit of a turn. We have the den mom on this call. I feel like Christina has become somewhat of the matriarch on the calls. There's a couple other, you know, amazing women on the call, but you've had some substantial life changes, Christina, one of which, you know, talking to your, the owner of the box, Joe Maisley, awesome dude, uh, longtime staff member. Uh, I believe he was on the team going to the CrossFit Games a few, you know, many years ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but you were able to, you know, I think, gain some confidence within the group and say, no, I want to do this thing full time. Even, you know, even though my boss is a level three trainer, he's been on staff like, hey, but he's a firefighter, right? His schedule rotates. He's got two kids at this point. Without yeah. crying, tell us about the story, Christina. First of all, I don't know why I have this reputation. I've never oh, once Only because you've cried almost every call we've ever had. That's I all. have never cried <laughs> in this setting. That was you, Jay. Was Very me, important yeah. stipulation in this setting. Um, yeah, I mean, because of the group, I was able to kind of navigate, um, A, what I wanted, um, and B, kind of what our gym needed and how I could help. We talk a lot about um, not wanting to bring drunk monkeys to our gym owners. Um, So, you know, having this support system had me be able to kind of uh, feel out like, how can I come up with solutions for some of the issues that we were facing, which, you know, come to find out another good part of this support system is that we all are facing the same issues. Like every affiliate across the country has the same things that kind of plague us. And um, so we're able to talk about that. And then I was able to come up with a proposal and, uh, you know, issue it to my gym owners saying, you know, this is what I think we need. This is how I can, you know, help to fix it. And this is my plan to, you know, improve our gym. And that's what we all want. So uh, it went very well. (laughs) And so now I'm, uh, you know, director of gym operations. I'll just throw that fancy title out there again. <laughs> and we've seen in the email. What does that, what does that mean? D- director of gym operations. Um, I am basically overseeing all of the operations of the gym. Um, I groom and develop intern coaches. Um, I provide, you know, detailed actionable feedback to them, um, to help them grow. Um, I do a little bit of coaching observation and I plan community events. I am largely in charge of member retention and acquisition plans, um, which we're starting to implement a lot of stuff that again, that I've learned from being in this group. Um, you know, just being able to hear what has worked for other gyms, uh, and, you know, kind of bounce ideas off of each other and, you know, it's great. I love it. I love it. Um, let's, let's 
go over to Ryan. He's been quiet over there. Ryan, I think you are one of the best examples of someone that's taken this as well as affiliate you and not only improved your own coaching, but now enabled you to develop your coaching staff. What kind of impact has that had? So that's, I think that's probably been the tremendous, the most tremendous impact is taking all of this knowledge of stuff you thought you knew, but you didn't actually know because it wasn't there. And then being able to implement it with my own coaching staff, as well as uh, within myself to provide the members with a better experience. So the one highlight from this is, you know, like, hey, you should know the nine foundational movements. Um, right now we're getting ready to host a level one and I've been doing a eight week kind of in-house coach development class. And it was like, I just talked about it on Saturday. Like guys, you need to know these nine foundational movements. They're going to go into the level one already knowing them. And they're going to have a much easier time taking that, that level one test because it doesn't, you know, specify in the level one, it's just kind of all written out. But in order to be an effective coach, this is kind of the minimum standard. And so we've been able to raise the level of minimum standard to provide the best experience in our classes, which is what CrossFit is ultimately trying to achieve. I love it. You know, and it's always, you know, I get to see not only you coaching in the group, but then your coaches coach. And it's awesome to see. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Like, hey, it's not just about making one person better, but I think the reason we get involved in coaching and then ultimately, you you know, you potentially being a box owner is you can, it's it's if I help this coach get better, I'm helping hundreds of people now. So it's really awesome. All right. Let me throw out some questions to the group. Feel free to, to chime in in any particular order. What's one thing you thought you knew that you realized you didn't know when you signed up, when you joined and, and when the calls got going? Points of performance. For any of the movements? All of it. I mean, I like I, I before the call, like I would look at movement and like I could tell you like, yeah, that squat's whack. That deadlift setup is weird. Um, and I would be, you know, I, I would help people and fix it, but I didn't realize um, the uh, all the connections between them, the the common movement themes that they talk about in the level two and, and realizing that that transcends all movement um, and knowing that and being able to apply that on like where to look has just made a huge difference. And, and I, uh, talking to like our coach's intern now, I told like, he's just, he just took his level one. And so now he's got different eyes and you can tell when he walks in the gym, there's a new set of eyes. Cause now like, Oh, there's these movements. Here's the methodology, whatever. And he sees connections normal members don't have. And so then after going through all of that, I tell him like, Hey, there's another level past that. And now after having th gone through the coach's development, I realized I have different eyes than I did a year ago. Um, and so now I'm trying to get my coaches to have those same eyes and, um, and so they can be even more effective. Tony, you, you P you, you were going to say the same thing. Yep. I mean, you've done it. You've seen it be like, what's the points performance for the deadlift? And they're like, well, you want to make sure you're about hip width stance. You're like, nope, that's not a point of performance. You know? So that was the big thing is yes, there's the setup, there's the execution, there's the finish but those aren't the point of performance. And that was the biggest eye opener for me. Cause I had those down. I was like, Oh yeah, I got this. Nope. So Christina, how hard is it for you now as a level three trainer, as the director of operations to look at other coaches that you're their boss or, you know, whatever the role and relationship is, but you're like, man, 
how do you not know this shit? Like, you know, <laughs> like this is the stuff that I'm glad to hear that like it should be like day one, right? And you hear you guys like Tony and Christian, both of you were level two when you started the call. I'm like, how'd you not like, it's like anything in life, right? Like, like I'm sure there's something in Jersey Tony's sales or in, in Jason's air traffic type thing. We're like, this is day one shit. Put your fucking orange vest on, dude. You're going to get hit by an airplane, right? Like, like know the points of performance. Like, so Christina, when you see other coaches, how do how do you find that? Like, I want to shake you type of feeling and versus like, I want to develop you. Well, I mean, we're really lucky. As you mentioned, my, you know, our box owner is on seminar staff and we do a lot of coaching development. So a lot of this like points of performance, going back to the basics, we, we do that frequently. I think that, um, something that I face is that a lot, like most of our coaching staff is so awesome in the fact that the, like, they'll come to me, you know, because they know how much work that I put in to, you know, better myself in all those ways. So they'll come to me and ask questions, you know, what would you do about this? Or, you know, uh, how would you have handled this class or, you know, what's the point of performance that I need to be focused on in this part of the progression? Um, so we have, we've fostered a really good, um, culture around seeking feedback and seeking, um, betterment, which, you know, has, has been set by Joe, but I can, you know, now that I have the confidence and, you know, I have my level three and I have my title, it's, you know, I, I feel like I'm empowered to now share that. And those of us who are interested are gonna, you know, take it and run with it. And our gym is definitely benefiting from that. Jersey Tony, we're, we're joking, but you know, you're a level one and you go to your box. What's the owner? Uh, the owner is Mike and Marty. No, I mean, what, what level is he? Short, specific and actionable. Yeah, I do because yeah. Thank you very much, Ryan. Short, specific and actionable. Mike and Marty. There you go. Uh, uh, level two. Cool. But my, my follow-up is you're a level one, your owners are level mm -hmm. twos and you got plenty of other coaches there. Mm -hmm. I, I say this with all sincerity and I don't mean to offend any of the Apache staff, but I have no doubt you're the best coach there. How is that? How is that? Don't, no, don't even, <laughs> yeah. come on. You're going to play, play the humble game. You look, let's be real. hundred percent. Mike and Marty. He's called me offline and told me he's way better at coaches than <laughs> no, both I would never put together. That. He said it, it's that. on the group text. We'll, we'll post that in the show notes. You um, said you delete your text. You don't have that evidence. Oh yeah. Turn text. I screenshot like the video of you being a douche. Um, so, but, but Jersey, Tony, what is that like though for you? Be like, okay, maybe you're not the best humble pie, whatever. What is Go it? Ahead. It's, I try not to talk about things uh, as crazy as it sounds and braggadocious or, I mean, my persona really is, uh, I try and be as humble as possible when it comes around, when it comes down to it. Um, I was thinking about the other question that you were asking the group and I, like you said, I have a real job, right? And when I first got on this call, it was just so funny to see how uh, one of my, one of our CMO, our CMO talks about this all the time at iHeart is feedback is a gift. And 
it's the same thing with CrossFit coaching, right? It's that's what we look for uh, from other coaches, from uh, trying to learn. But in regards to Apache, it's just the fact that I just want to help out as many people as possible. That's always who I've been. And I want to learn and pass that on to other members and try and help out any coach I can. It's just the fact that that's my DNA and I'm always looking to grow. And at Apache, uh, they have a great, we have, we have a great coaching staff. Uh, we're all different, just like at any other box. Um, some uh, level two, some level one, but that's just, uh, does that even answer your question? No, but that's fine. No. Typical Jersey. Political. Um, yeah, political. Okay. So political. You got it. You guys know me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, but I, you know, again, I think it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's probably, I think there's other listeners as well that get frustrated with this. Like we've heard it in the calls, you know, and I've talked to some of you offline where it's like, Hey, here I am a level one or even level three, but it's like, man, my peers don't want to get better. Like, you know, I worked a level two this past weekend and it's always interesting, A, that people come back not having gotten feedback, but B, they come back having not gotten feedback, expecting to be good. And I'm like, that's, what are you thinking? Like, and I always try to remind people, like, there are, there's nothing in this life that is worth doing that without feedback and without effort, are you going to get better at? And all the effort in the world will go, you know, for nothing in coaching without feedback. Like you can, don't give me yes. If you study the manual and learn all this stuff, you can get better, but cool. If you're the coach, it's like, I know every point of performance, but I front load it and overwhelm my members. That's not ideal either. So it's, you got to seek out feedback and something impressive that Jersey Tony did. I know Jason did it as well. And, oh, and Christian also, and is you guys have gone to other boxes. Jersey Tony went to King of Prussia, Amy Lyons, Christian went to drive Todd Acuto, Jason, you went to Marshfield, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. that's where you met Christina and um, Joe. Uh, so Jason, talk us through that. I mean, Jersey Tony was kind of like the catalyst to it. And the dude got up at three in the morning to go to coach, coach a shitty class, to coach a <laughs> shitty class. But, you know, Amy Lyons, who's been in our group calls, gave him some great feedback. She's a flow master on staff. And said he implemented it right away in the next class. I mean, more impressive is you could have coached two shitty classes. If you're listening like to this podcast right now, don't bullshit yourself. You're not getting up at 3 a.m. driving two hours to go coach. Like you're lying to me and you're lying to yourself. Like that's how much you have to give a shit. Right. Like, hey, honey, by the way, I'm leaving you with the three kids. I'm going to probably take a half day at work. Um, I'm going to be fucking tired. I'm going to go coach 20 people. I've never met this crazy chipper. Um, oh okay. Love you out. Right. Like, so let's let Jason talk about his experience. Like what was that like? Was there nerves involved? Um, you know, talk me through that, Jason. I mean, I'm not nearly as good a coach as Tony. I mean, I got up at three 30. So I mean, yeah. What a lazy turd. Not much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was, you know it's funny like actually the day I wrote out a lesson plan I wasn't originally planning on uh coaching that day I was just coming to observe and um Christine gave me a heads up on the programming so like okay cool uh you've got a bunch of morning classes it's before rush hour I'm getting down there I'm just gonna watch back to back to back and did a 5 30 
observed for some of the others. And she's like, Hey, you want to coach eight 30? Uh, okay. And two movements that I know I'm not the best at coaching, um, muscle ups and double unders. And it's just, I feel like I'm okay at them, but I never feel like I'm having my class is having a fun time when we're doing muscle up transitions, just because it's, you know, generally a, a pretty broad range of uh, athletes and then coaching double unders. I mean, there's, I've gotten a lot from this, uh, from our group of, uh, from like our calls with like Dave Newman and, and everyone else that uh, there's a lot of extra tools out there, but still it's jumping up and down. Like how, how are we going to turn this into 10 minutes of learning and fun and exercise? So um, yeah, it was definitely nerve wracking, but uh, at the same time, like, it's like kind of just got to go for it and see, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen. It's going to be like, I hate you get out. Like that's probably the worst case scenario. Um, but you know, it's, you know, that you're going to get tools that are going to help you become a better coach and in turn help your athletes down the road, which that that's kind of what it's all about. So, you know, it's really just about, you know, checking your ego If you know, you know, Hey, I I'm great at this. Well, actually, no, there, you suck at this. Um, it's helpful. Um, and, and it, you know, sucks getting told what you suck at, but, uh, you know, that's how you grow. So um, I actually I had Christina give me feedback and it was super helpful. And uh, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was a cool day. Awesome. So let's do a brief recap, Tony, cause we have heard you speak about it, but what was it like getting that feedback from Amy and what did you do in order to best implement that feedback, you know, an hour later? Humble pie. Uh, it was uh, definitely uh, eye-opening when you you're a part of this group and you think you know something you think you have a game plan and I, listen i tell any athlete or member uh when they're going through and thinking about uh the workout or the chipper and everyone as mike tyson always said or has said and i think i've told this group that as well i, I tell it all the time that everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face and i got punched in the face at 603 class started at six o'clock and it was just <laughs> Uh, a slow train off the track from there. But uh, Amy was amazing, uh, super kind, uh, didn't step on, step on me in any which way. Um, I kind of had it controlled-ish, and then it started to, and then she provided the feedback, and then I was able to implement it. And I took her feedback, and I said, you know, listen, I'm here to learn, and took that feedback, went into the next class, implemented it right away, and it was night and day. And uh, to anyone listening, I challenge yourself. I know you don't, you don't have that many listeners uh, for this uh, startup <laughs> podcast, but. Uh, <laughs> We're on iHeartRadio, dude. You We're are. serious. You are. There was this guy who got you on it, too. Uh, that's me. Uh, Anytime I see an iHeartRadio poster, by the way, I said it's my buddy owns a bunch of 7-Elevens, and whenever I'm in a weird place and see a 7-Eleven, I send him the picture. Uh, it was, we all operate in a different silo, and it was just very fun to see how another CrossFit affiliate box operates. Everyone does certain things a certain way, and as Amy said, is get uncomfortable with, or get comfortable with being uncomfortable, and that was the best part about it. So did anyone hop on the calls and think to themselves, like, I'm pretty good and only to find out they weren't Tony UP or Christine, yeah. what do you got Tony UP? I mean, yeah, just more of the same, like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. 
and then you post your first, first video of you coaching something. And then you're like, Hey, you want to do this and this, and don't do that. This is your word that you always say when you, you're looking for something to fill time. You're like, Oh, yikes. <laughs> I need to improve. And it, it, you do get better, but a lot of times, you know, especially for me in the middle of nowhere, I don't have the opportunity maybe to drive two hours to go see another coach. I'd have to get up at midnight to drive five hours to, to see a coach. Hey, I tried uh, to get you to go see Joe DeGain. Yeah. That's a, that's a three day weekend right there. <laughs> uh, that's a day of driving, but uh, yeah, you get that chance to skip feedback if you don't normally get it. And then we always say in the group too, you can get your, give yourself feedback, just film yourself. Um, but it is nice to get another set of eyes on you because yeah, it's, you're looking at yourself. You might not notice something. Uh, but yeah, it was very eye opening. Cause like, yeah, I'm a good coach. And then you see other people in the, in the group who are good coaches and you're like, Ooh, I need to step it up a little bit. So, yeah. You know, I hope that, you know, you guys come in with a, you know, you want a slight reality check, but then also I think, my goal is always to remind you, and I remember doing this early on, like you're all unicorns for the fact that you show up every Tuesday, a lot of Thursdays, you know, you guys are filming your videos, et cetera. One of the topics we've discussed quite a bit is the notion of imposter syndrome. And, you know, how have you guys felt about that? Christine, I see you shaking your head, but even from my perspective, you know, I, I understand I have a credential that kind of lends itself to like, okay, this guy's decent. But, you know, even for me where it's like, okay, I got 30 strangers on this call. Now what? Or, you know, you guys continue to show up. So, A, how have you dealt with imposter syndrome? And I'm also curious from my perspective, what is it like tuning in and listening to me week after week? It's torture. <laughs> <laughs> is there ever a time where you're like, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about? No, but I, if we have too many calls, like, cause like you and I, we also meet affiliate you. Sometimes we have a call on Thursday or sometimes you meet with my gym If we have too many calls. I'm like, I can't listen to the podcast this week. Like, really? I, yes. It's like, no offense to you, but it's like, I need somebody else to no listen offense to, to you, but I can't all week. listen to you anymore. It's like, no, no offense, like, but I, your voice gives me <laughs> fucking ear <laughs> <laughs> like bleeding. Break. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Who else? Anybody? Tell me about it. You know, I want I want my feedback, and then I do want to hear about imposter syndrome from you, Christina. But first, me. So for me, Christina. it's an escape. Every single time we get on, it's an escape because I have so much going on as an affiliate owner and uh, coaching classes, this is my chance to sit back, relax and pick up knowledge for myself that I can go out and implement. What's one, give me one knowledge thing or bomb or one, one thing that stands out, Ryan, that whenever call or could have been a one-on-one -on -one call in affiliate you that you're like, that's gold and this was worth it. I mean, there's too many to name. To be All fair. right. That's uh, what I yeah. want to hear. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's I think, to give you credit. I know. I know. It's it's it's, it's painful. tough. It's very painful. But you what's one thing? Give me one voice. thing. One thing. So for coaching, I think for me, the biggest thing was get more cues. You know, lay on those breadcrumbs. Um, you know, that's so now I've made it a um a goal to always hit three cues every time someone's in a static position. So that is my goal. I've been working hard at it. 
Um, you know, most coaches just doing one well, they're in a stack position is a great place to be, but if you want to take yourself to the next level, you need to be able to step it up and challenge yourself. And I think that's where growth is made is through challenge. Nice. I love it. So Christina, let's talk about it. Imposter syndrome. I think we all battle through it. I think there are plenty of listeners that do. How has this impacted your, your ability to deal with that notion? Well, for me, uh, like going way back, I kind of was given the idea from a coach that I couldn't coach until I was this success, um, success being defined as like a certain weight. Um, so I've had a really long journey with weight loss myself. I've lost just over a hundred pounds at this point. And, um, somewhere along the way, when I finally started my own coaching journey, um, and kind of broke away from those negative thoughts I had about myself, I started to arm myself with as learning as much as I possibly could. So like finding this class, um, you know, doing the study groups that we created for the level three, the more that I knew and the more that I improved myself as a coach, the more I felt confident and the more I let go of the fact that my body had to look a certain way. Um, and I am finally at the point where like, I actually truly believe that I do a damn good job at coaching. Uh, and that, you know, it really has nothing to do with my ability to perform a muscle up or, you know, hit a, a ridiculous goal weight. And I think that, um, because I work so hard at perfecting my craft and I prepare so well for my classes, I then have the ability to not be so concerned over seeing and correcting and like thinking about what I'm going to say, but I'm open to, offer that emotional support that I think is so important for a coach to be able to give. And if you're too worried thinking about yourself and like what cues you're giving, you're not able to give people what they need emotionally and mentally. And to me, that's like my bread and butter. That's what I think is the most important part. So, um, giving myself that has helped me to, to battle that a little bit. I love it. And, you know, I think, one thing that stands out with all of you is you do try to connect with people. I think a lot of you have learned and, you know, Ryan has recently posted his kind of theoretical hierarchy of a coach, right, Ryan? And, and you, you've added some things in there. What are some of the things you've added, Ryan? Uh, the top of the pyramid is awareness. I think the key to this is the fact that I am now aware of where I suck and where I need to improve. And I think when you reach that point of, if you actually want to be the best coach, you need to have that awareness of, Hey, are you aware that those members in the corner aren't listening to you? Are you aware that you haven't had a discussion about how that person's feeling? Are you aware that you haven't given that member a cue? Are you aware that you haven't talked to that member about the strategy for the workout, especially if they come in late, you know, so being aware of every single member and their impact for that class, how they're going to experience it is really the important part uh, in layering on all six criteria of an effective coach. I love it. All right, let's do some rapid fire. You're going to have to put on your thinking hats because some of these are, uh, you know, you're going to have to just remember. I'm going to go. Hey, I got one for you. Uh, do you, do you think I'm the guy at the airport with the cones? I do actually now. <laughs> I think you're doing one of these things. Yeah, I think you're, he sits in the tower. Didn't you guys get that impression? Lashinato Vah, bro. 
What's that? Oh, no, because I, oh, I know you. what an actual it, air traffic controller happy is. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy Lashanatova, bro. Oh, you said you're speaking Hebrew. Yes, Lashanatova. We are recording this. I'm further uh, disappointing my family by recording this. No. One of the high holidays. High <laughs> holiday. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Um, I also had pulled pork in my eggs this morning. Uh, yeah, with a glass of milk to wash it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually have lobster tails. Uh, on the Roz is making those for dinner. I'm pretty sure that's not cool. I'm pretty sure you can't eat shellfish. So, anyway. Not the best Jew out there these days. Let's, um, well, Jason, clarify. What is it that you do if you're not the guy with the codes? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, uh, I work at a facility that does radar services for all of New England, upstate New York, and uh, Long Island. So everything, once you take off uh, from your airport, all the, um, pretty much from 10,000 feet and up, you're talking to me and we see you on a screen and make sure all the dots stay away from each other. Gotcha. You're like Airplane, the movie. Like you're the guy in the tower. No? Yeah. Well, you're, you're, not. you're not even in inner town. Are you even at an airport, Jason? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in a big, ugly building off the side of the highway. Yeah, um, I mean, he uh, looks like he's in a standard office room right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just took this empty office room. No, All right. Uh, nowhere well, while you're unmuted, Jason, and you guys think about this question, I'm going to ask each and every one of you, who's been your favorite guest that we've have, had in the in the group chuck carl's role hands down he's uh he ran my level one he was awesome all right cool noted I'll, I'll reach out to chuck again we've got a crazy upcoming schedule by the way you see all those people coming on jersey tony insulted me and said my rolodex was running thin i had to show him hell no it runs deep christina how about you um i'd have to go with mdv um, oh yeah fan of the mdv yeah, I am. <laughs> all right, very cool. MDV underscore fit for all of you guys. Christian. Uh, I really like David Newman. Yeah, we've had him on. I mean, he was quickly on twice because of uh, just, well, A, because he talks a lot, but B, he's just an awesome dude. Wait till you guys hear the podcast coming up with David Weck, who David Newman introduced me to. I'll probably ask him to come in the group too, the inventor of the BOSU ball and a few other things. Mm -hmm. You thought David Newman was crazy? This guy, this guy is insane. He's awesome, though. Uh, Jersey Tony, how about you? Chuck Calza. Chuck again? Yeah, I mean, uh, I've befriended many of the guests uh, because of this podcast, and all Follow the guests. King. Shooter, yeah. shoot. Shooter, shoot. shoot. All right, guys. Um, and thanks to Jay. I, I, as Jay has made mention, that all of these people that are on his, they're friends and they care just as much as uh, they care just as much as he does and the rest of this group. So, Not quite as much as <laughs> yeah, they, care. they care. Let's leave it at but that. Chuck, just because of, um, not again, not that any other guest wasn't amazing, but just the passion that he has for CrossFit just was oozing uh, throughout the conversation. And it was uh, a joy to um, just listen to him talk. Yeah, I mean, for the record, I'm working on a double holiday today. <laughs> what's, your holiday, what's, what's your holiday pay today? Yeah, I should be getting, what, triple time, but zero Expert. is what I'm getting. I'm getting zero for this. Tony UP, how about you? I was going to say Dave Newman as well. I mean, just the wealth of information he gave us, but also Hinshaw. That was a fun combo. I, I love, you know, something I love about this both, you know, 
Chuck's a little different, but David Newman, like a lot of the listeners out there, probably like, who's this guy, right? And maybe you've listened to the podcast because we put those episodes up. But I mean, the inventor of RX Mark here and just another passionate guy. And it's awesome to hear that it's not like Hinshaw is a big name, but he was also phenomenal. Like every everyone, like you can't be like, oh, because they're a big name, they weren't great. But it's 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 awesome that you guys care more about the knowledge and the care than necessarily, you know, we could have said Austin Maliolo, James Hobart, like games athletes, right? And here you are, well, you know, and also phenomenal coaches throwing out names that most people are like, the, if you go to your box later, zero people know who David Newman is. They may have a, spent $150 on his website. And they, they have, have, no, like, have no yeah. idea who he is. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so few people know who he is that his Instagram handle isn't even his name. It's RxCEO. Nobody knows his name. <laughs> He's just an awesome, awesome. He's elusive. Dude. Yeah. And, and how about you, Ryan? Uh, for me, it was Chuck. And then it's the last five minutes of part two of Austin, because that's where I got the awareness idea. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. And, you know, in every call, you know, we've put some of them on the show, but I mean, upcoming, we have Brian Contosh. We've got some other, you know, Ferns finally coming on. We've got some great, my, my goal is always just to bring people on to, to chat with you guys. And it's, it's awesome. All right. Another, another question. Let's go around the horn. Jason, what's been your most valuable lesson? Uh, Jason's in the hot seat. Meeting. You guys get a moment yeah. to think about it. Oh man, I go uh, reverse order. Meeting next people where they're at. Yeah. Oh, I like Just that. Meeting people where they're at. That I, I had a really difficult time where you know you might have an athlete that doesn't care or is having a rough day, and just because you put however much time into your class doesn't mean they're going to take to it the same way. Maybe they just want to blow off steam and they don't care what you have to say, no matter how much it's going to improve them. Uh, it's, there's just, you got to be able to, regardless of what's going on in your life, um, give them, you know, I hate giving Jay credit the best <laughs> hour of their day. And that might mean abandoning your plan and trying something different or, you know, just anything. So, meet your uh, athletes where they're at and just make it that best hour. Um, that was, that, that was it for me. I love it. How about you, Christina? Um, I'd have to say, ask one more question. And I think like the Chuckism <laughs> learning, uh, you know, being in this group and learning that we all do that same thing. where like, if an athlete um, doesn't listen to a cue or doesn't listen to your advice, it's like, Oh, well, forget me. I must not know what I'm talking about. And we all take it a little bit personally, but we've been able to kind of talk about that as a group and be like, okay, no, why don't you ask, why do you want to do this? Or, you know, um, do you know what I mean when I say full depth or, you know, whatever it is, and just having that conversation and nine times out of 10, your assumption was wrong. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. It's something that we've all, we all strive to do that. How about you, Christian? Uh, I couldn't make up my mind. First one is shoot or shoot. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> that has become a mantra at my house. Um, but the other one from you, Jason, would be uh, simple, complex, simple. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, I, you know, it's awesome to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause it, cause it's like, you think, you know it, and then you deep diaper and you deep dive deeper and realize that there's a lot more information, but then can you articulate that information to say your grandma? And if you can't, then you don't really know it. 
Yeah, and if anybody wants to learn more about Simple Complex Simple, I believe that's in the book Best Hour of Their Day. <laughs> if you want to check that out on Amazon. Um, is there an audio book of that? <laughs> not available in India. Sorry, Sim. Um, by the way, Sim comments on almost every one of my Instagram posts, and he's just like, he's like my... What can what's the term in the Sopranos Jer Jersey Tony like the guy by your side? Consigliere. He's my consigliere. Like if someone's coming after me, he's taking a bullet. I love Sim. He's <laughs> awesome, and that's just an awesome part of the group. Like who would have thought I'd have a friend in India? I'd have a friend in Italy. Like it's it's a Jersey, right? Like it's so cool. Um, who are we up to? Jersey Tony. I believe we're up to you. Most valuable lesson. Fucking Christian took mine. Uh, simple complex simple or shoot or shoot I, well, I, it's the uh, Michael Scottism it's, uh, I need you to explain this to me as if I'm a five year old because uh, we know a lot of cool terminology posterior or anterior full range of motion most of these uh, most of the members can give two shits about that and we want to be able to show that we know a lot of shit and explain it but we have to remember at the end of the day we need to keep it as simple as possible for the members and that's what i needed to know uh right off the bat because uh it you got to keep it simple yeah and i think as you develop you know and you'll see it you'll get your level two one day and then you'll get your level three you realize this, like, year, oh, this year i'm planning it's november december nice you you as a level one you're like man i know everything i want to show you everything and then you realize, hey, they don't they just want to look better naked and have a good hour. Right. They don't care about all that. Uh, Tony, you pee. I have to say uh, discipline equals freedom. You know, taking that time to really plan everything out. If you don't prepare, you're planning to fail. Um, so just know your stuff and just be prepared so that you can actually coach. Not have to think about it. Yeah. Showing up at that lesson plan. Right. It's like and, and it's the same like coach people with nutrition, like, Hey, plan your day tomorrow. And I just actually, while on here, someone reached out, I saw a text come through. It was like, you know, I, I wound up having to go to a different place last night, but I had a plan. So I was able to, you know, make a smarter decision. It's the same thing with coaching, right? Like as long as you kind of plan for that thing, even when things go off, the workout takes longer, more people show up. You've thought about it last Ryan. How about you? So I think for me is, um, teaching my members about the word modify instead of scale. Oh, I like that. So the, the uh, mindset of they just want to take a workout and scale it doesn't really preserve the stimulus as much. And so, you know, if we're just going to take them, we're just going to modify the stimulus. Um, that's not what we want to do. We want to modify the workout to achieve the stimulus. And so that's a big takeaway for just explaining it to the members and uh, having them confidently hit it every single time. I love it. All right. Let me throw this out there. So I don't have to put any of you on the hot seat. Feel free to skip, but any favorite moments from the group? I mean, I'll give you mine. And I think you guys know where I'm going to go with this. So for the listeners, Federico is really awesome. Young. He's younger than I think we realize. Probably he's probably like in his early twenties and uh, he's in Italy. And over the 12 week initial group that we kind of set out, what was it? Maybe like halfway through, he kind of asked this. <laughs> it was a question for a friend. Asking for yeah. a friend. A question for a friend. And it was literally, let me say what I remember it as. 
what happens when you fall in love with a member? Is how I remember it. I don't know if it was quite that. And we all lost it, of course, because we're like this. He thinks he's fooling us. And we're like, you're talking about yourself. So we give him some advice. And then every week we'd kind of bring it up again. And the very last call of that group, he's in the car. What was it? He was actually in yeah. the car with the girl, right? Yeah. And we... I think I said, I think I said, like, hey, we're wrapping up Federico. Any news? And he like got all embarrassed as Federico does. Yeah, pans the camera, Tony, and was like, she's here with me. And that was it. That was the <laughs> this day a highlight. So that's my favorite moment. But do you guys have any, you know, any any others that stand out? I think for I, me, I it's, it's just go, go right, Ryan. No, you go, Ryan. Um, for me, it's the communication between the coaches um, just being able to talk to each other very openly and have those discussions of wanting to improve because unbeknownst to Jay, he does not know all. And uh, so if we can get a collective group of people to put our minds together, then we can achieve great things. Yeah. And I think I love when Jason leads these groups and, you know, sometimes L3 Matt uh, in Canada does as well. And, and uh, Tony, UP, I know you're a big part of those. Like, it's it's that trickle-down effect. Like, nothing makes me happier than, than seeing you guys do those things on, on your own. So, really cool. Uh, who who were, who else was saying so? Was it you, Jason? It was Tony, UP. Tony. Oh, well, I was going to say, you know, those groups that we do, those L3 little study groups, just, just chatting with coaches who actually care and who want to get better and who want to understand this stuff, it's pretty cool. I mean, because most members don't care about some of that and it's just nice to actually put some of that knowledge to use and, and just have an educated discussion about crossfit yeah it's isn't it? it it's cool it's really cool um yeah, that was uh that was actually kind of your idea tony because you reach out to me when i was uh studying for the level three and like hey let's let's get together and chat and think anybody else wants to join now it's like almost kind of a weekly thing as long as we uh uh, as long as we plan it out enough time, but uh, it's uh, it's fun because it kind of it gives you that space to be wrong. And you know, all of us who have taken a level three, we don't know what we got on it. We don't know if we answered these questions right or wrong. So you know, it's just a chance to just be able to talk about the study material and just like, hey, this is what I think, and you know, be in an okay space to be wrong about it. And that's kind of a cool, you know, everybody, everybody wants to learn this stuff better and apply it to the members and, and yeah, get through the test, but you know, it's just kind of a fun atmosphere to be in. I don't, I don't think I don't get to be in that type of atmosphere that often. So, uh, so I really appreciate it and enjoy it. And yet again, another diff. <laughs> what? Again, you guys all Pass your L3. I know you don't know what you guys scored Well, it's not on that it. you haven't passed it. You haven't taken it. No, I know. I, mean, I know. I'm, I'm being completely honest. I'm surprised you haven't taken your level two yet. No, the problem, and I already have the uh, answer. See, ready. what the happened was. You no, know, no, no. The problem ends up being with that. And the reason why it's going to be in November or December. And as you guys can see from my Instagram post, I coach sports, kids sports every weekend. I know. And I, know. I am the. I love giving back to the kids. We get it. I, I, and we I, all I, have notifications I, on when Tony your strain posts. is so high when you coach. We get no, it. no, 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 no. And since I will, I think I'm the last one to answer is to see new people come on the call uh, yeah. and join the group. 
and to see and with all of us that have been a part of for the most from the beginning or the majority of it is to to know where they're coming from um and to i mean again this this chat's only been or this this class has only been going on for a year but it seems as if it's been going on for much longer than that and to see others join and to be able to give them feedback as well and the camaraderie that's already there because as tony up made mention of it was a shit show to start and <laughs> we have, uh, for the 12-week course it's a yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah and i think we have it pretty dialed in or jay has it pretty dialed in at this point and finally has a lesson plan for this uh because he obviously didn't have one uh, you'd be surprised <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh to see to see new people coming in and uh helping them out yeah i always love seeing the new people that kind of very quickly assimilated and, you know christina was one there's a handful of others you know rachel's on the call now uh, a couple of the Lucas, we have like three Lucas, Lucas, I don't know. Lucas, Lucas. Yeah, it's Lucas. Uh, I, for sure. uh, of course, Chris, of course, Christian knows it's a with Star Wars and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's fun. And some people come on and they just kind of observe and that's cool too. Whatever it is for you. Not everybody wants to be, you know, the next Federico on there. Uh, let, let me, let me throw it to you guys. Anything we've missed, any questions, anything you want to discuss before we wrap this up? Well, I did want to um, mention what we uh, were just talking about is my, I think my favorite part is that when we give each other feedback and watch each other coach, like one, that's really fun that day, but it's also really fun to see how everybody else has gotten better in that year. Cause we've all done it multiple times now. And so it's kind of exciting to see that, you know, five minute video of how, how much you've improved and everybody always gets feedback, but immediately afterwards, everybody's like, but Christina has the best presence and attitude. Or what you know, or whatever it is that everybody has something that they're really good at, despite having feedback as well. Yeah, you know, and it's tough to to watch yourself, coach. I mean, you guys put yourself out there too, which is sometimes challenging amongst your peers. And you know, we're giving feedback virtually. We're not getting you know, it's one angle. You know, sometimes you can't see everything. But yeah, I mean, most recently, you know, Jersey Tony coached that Sumo della Taipole, and it was I mean, we all agreed it was like. It was as if a different person came in and coached, like how much the improvement was. And we saw with Christina and all, I mean, really all of you over, over the last, over the last year, anything else? I wanted to add kind of as spinning off what Jason was saying earlier, like the fact of the matter is like overall the, our group and, you know, our communication channel on Slack, it's just a safe space. Like I remember the first time it became kind of a joke of like, I got a little bit heated about a discussion we were having and I panicked and I was like, oh my gosh, I just got like super intense and everybody's going to hate me. And I like sent out DMS to like everybody that was involved in my like blow up. But the fact of the matter is we're a group of like-minded people who want to grow and hearing perspective, you know, whether it was intense or heated or not, like we're all just very passionate. So I think that like, aside from this group, a lot of times, you know, when you're as hungry and eager to get better as we all are, sometimes it can rub people the wrong way, like in our, you know, maybe the people we coach with, or, you know, people who are kind of like, oh, there she goes, like always wanting to get better at coaching. But like our group is, 
it's like safe. You can say whatever you need to say. You can be emotional. I've never cried. I just want to put that out there one more time. I feel like you've cried though. I feel like you've cried. Maybe that was Devin. Maybe it was Devin that cried. Yeah, Devin definitely should. Um, but you know, it's just, it's just a safe space to just like be passionate about what, what we're, what we all love. And it's just, it's very important to have that. But it, awesome. it's cool too. Cause with that safe space, like some of us have gotten like nicely delivered hard truths Yeah. where it's like, sometimes like maybe you just need to put in more work or maybe you need to write more lesson plans. And like, it's the group is comfortable enough to be able to like deliver that in a way that's, uh, well-meant and well-delivered. I feel like Jay's it's laughing because he told you. He told you you suck. <laughs> no, I don't remember telling Every time we submit a video, we get told they suck. So it's fine. No, yeah. we do. No, I'm, I'm glad to hear that we've created that. That's always the goal, right? It's always, I want it to be fun and enjoyable, but at the same time, you have to be able to get people better without hurting their feelings. And it's, it's not always easy. So I think it comes from both perspectives, right? The feedback has to be delivered well, but the person receiving it, has to be receptive. You know, we talk about like, you know, Jason will understand this analogy. It's like an airplane landing, right? You're waving them in. You're out there with the cones, <laughs> waving in the airplane, but it's, you know, crappy weather and this and that. And the, the, the feedback's coming in, but you're like, hey, we're not ready for you. For, you know, or you're like, hey, the lane's wide open, land your plane and the plane's coming in all crazy and hot. So it's, it's a two-way street for sure. All right. One way or one way street. <laughs> yeah, we talk about planes or cars now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you would make you would make a terrible controller. <laughs> you don't you don't want two lanes of traffic going on the same runway, bud. That's, uh, uh, Jay okay, would try okay. and have planes take off in the opposite direction. Hey, we got room for two. Let's yeah, let's be economic about this thing. Uh, last thing, anything you want to drop? Anything you want to say before we wrap this thing up? Excited for the uh, upcoming months. I think you uh, are evolving, Jay, and I think you made mention of me? where we're going. Oh, yeah, me? no, yeah. You said be ready to move, and where you are <laughs> taking the group and making it better. And those are some uh, really good I, ideas you got, Jay. Yeah, <laughs> that we all came up with. He's, uh, he implemented. He implemented the feedback I gave him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, full disclosure. Yeah, Christian, Ryan, all of you, reach out, give me feedback, and things you'd like to see, and I do my best to uh, implement it. No different than I would want from you guys. But yeah, I'm excited. I mean, obviously, we've got a few guests now scheduled where we would have looked at some coaching, but um, certainly I'm excited about that. Uh, I'll say real quick, Jay, that like, if you're like kind of coaching by yourself, you don't have like, you know, other people to bounce ideas on and get feedback, like, it, it can be hard to stay motivated. It was for me before coming into the group. Like I would have kind of waves of motivation. You know, sometimes it was there. Sometimes I just wouldn't care as much. But since, you know, we have this weekly meeting to look forward to and, and extra meetings, uh, this whole time, it's just been unwavering. It's just been like a steady flame of just like constant, like being excited, not, you know, and not even being burnt out, just being constantly excited about, learning and chatting with you guys and just seeing where it goes. So that, that's been huge. And, you know, I don't know if I, you know, still be, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today, you know, if I didn't have it. So I'm appreciative of it. Awesome. Awesome. You can say something, Tony UP. Yeah. So if you're on the fence about joining, just do it. It'll be worth it. Well, thank you. I do appreciate that. Yeah. it's, you know, it, it continues to be fun for me and I look forward to our calls all the time. It's kind of like a, 
a good kickoff to my day twice a week. And, and it's, it's a, it's a lot of fun and it's more, more importantly, it's fun seeing you guys get better and create these relationships. So awesome having you on. We will put all your credentials or, or whatever the term is, social media out there. What do you, you can say, Ryan? Up too. Just L three for everybody. Yeah, we could get that, guys. It's not going to take long for me. He's a great coach. He's a great uh, baseball coach. There you go. Awkward, awkward goodbye time. Awkward goodbye time. I always like to say uh, on our on our group calls, it's mostly it's. I I say that mostly for three people. You know who those three people are? Federico. One. Is it me? No, it's not you. Okay. They're yeah, all then, actually international people. Yeah, Matt and oh, Sim. Sim. Matt and Sim. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to get their um, own episode? Own, own uh, maybe. maybe we'll do it, yeah. yeah, we'll do that, actually. I'll, I'll Matt, Sim, Federico, if you're listening, be prepared. But they're always the ones that linger. I'm like, you're going to have to do that in like the middle of the night. I know you yeah. don't understand geography, but... <laughs> Tomorrow. It's, well, they all make the call at 9 a.m. So 9 a.m. my time works. But... As always, great chatting with you guys. It is a high holiday. I should probably go to Temple or something. And um, I'll talk to you guys all. I see, I'll see all of you guys tomorrow morning. Yep. Sounds good, Jay. Thanks, Jay. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at Best Hour of Their Day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time. You've heard me talk about it before, and I'm truly not joking. I'm being 100% genuine. I love Doc Spartan products. I use it every day. I talk about the Sex Panther beard bomb. That's literally what is in my beard right now, and I use all of the scrubs, my favorite being the coffee scrub, just in the shower, gives you the tingles, gives you the feels. I love it. And there's so many other great products. I use their deodorant. I've used their hand care when I've had tears. Just check them out. It's veteran owned, you know, guy that was in the military serving our country, Dale. I got to know him over the years and he's just a great dude. And I started buying his products and he reached out to me and said, hey, we want to support the show and we appreciate it. And I just want you guys to not only support Doc Spartan and Dale, but also reap the benefits. If you want to be sexy like me, then you want to check out Doc Spartan products, 15% off with the code best hour. That's best hour for 15% off anything at their website, docspartan.com. Check out the coffee scrub and definitely check out the beard bomb and ladies there's stuff for you too so head on over to docsparn.com use the code best hour and save 15 percent. you started your business to help others somewhere along the way you lost the capability of doing it on your own imagine how much different your business would be with an extra ten thousand dollars would you pay your rent would you buy new equipment would you pay your coaches more would you pay yourself What if you could do that and donate to others? We started our business to help you. Finally, a a payment solution for the micro gym space. We are proud to introduce you to WheelPay. 
a platform that allows you to both save money and be generous. With giving partners like the Phoenix, the Navy SEAL Foundation, the Green Beret Project, and other charitable organizations, you can trust that your donations will make a massive difference in the lives of others. Saving has never been easier. Giving has never been easier. Pay better. Do better. We'll pay.